All right, so we're back with a kind of unconventional 10-Minute Tuesday. We're at my house this week, and it's me and Gavin. And we were planning on doing a 10-Minute Tuesday while we were in Idaho, but we just didn't have enough time. Um, and it just ran out of time. So that's just how it that goes happens. on some of those trips. You just have that on those bigger jobs. Uh, but what <sighs> we're going to talk about this week, dude, is different hunting tactics, kind of, mm-hmm. from this year and kind of some of the stuff we want to try next year. So I want to start by just bringing up, tell me a little about your uh, blue tarp theory. Um, well, so <laughs> as the boys have, have videoed, we have a, a meadow that floods occasionally that we hunt. And when it floods, we light it up. Um, we were graced this year that flooding nine days. We got nine good hunts. It was a great time. Typically you get like what? Three, two, two Mm -hmm. if I'm lucky. Yeah. Sometimes only one. And this year we got nine. I mean, it was consistently on the weekends too. So it made it even better. It was just, it was great. Um, but last day of season, uh, my family as a rule, we cannot drive on chisel plow ground because it ends up, it it just buries dirt down, makes it hard in the spring when you want to disc and just it wrecks shit. So we have a rule of no driving. So Riley and I, my hunting partner, uh, decided, well, we can drive to the meadow. Yeah. And, but there's nothing around. So there's nothing in the meadow. There's only shit and chisel plow. We don't want to walk 500 yards. We're like, I had read in an old fur fishing game magazine that guys would put out black or blue tarps or some clear poly works too, I guess. I'd found that out later. Okay. And I've always wanted to try it. Yeah. But I was, I was like, nah, we always had birds the last weekend or something we could do. And I looked at Riley. I was like, Riley, let's go buy two 20 by 40 tarps. Let's throw this out and see if it works and yeah. just try it. Now, what was his initial, what did he initially say? What was he, he like? Looked at me and said, sure. Riley, Riley. Oh yeah. He'll try anything. Well, hands down it is basically my main hunting partner. Two thirds of the year, three quarters of the year. And congratulations. You just had a baby. Um, yep. but that kid is game for anything. Yeah, yeah, I throw yeah, at him. Yeah, yeah. It can be north winds on a north facing lake and i want to run across that whole thing to hunt divers in a boat which he hates and he'll look at me and go nah, whatever let's do it yeah. and he's he rides he don't question oh, yeah. i come in the morning i'm like hey man i'm thinking this wacky spread idea he goes sounds good and we try it he don't complain he don't care he's just he's game to do it um he didn't say much he's just like sure let's do it we don't have any birds and i'm not walking gear out and i go right so because we'd walk here out like three weekends in a row and we were just done. Yeah. So I was like, ah, sure. So we grabbed the gator. We rolled the trailer out. We dumped the whole trailer Friday night after dinner with the girls. We throw out the panel blinds again. They're already brushed, prepped, ready to rock. We throw out, what did that be? 80 by 40, a blue tarp. Yep. And I won't say that it worked, but I won't say that it hurt either. Yeah. Everything that we shot, we killed over two hunting days. We killed 14 mallards and six geese. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. We weren't ripping them up, but like everything we shot was five feet from the blind. Yeah. It either tried to land, two of the ducks landed in the tarp. They literally landed in the tarp. And then we were working a group of mallards and screwing around, and we they end up leaving. But like they tried to land in the tarp. So the geese we shot were landing six six inches to eighteen inches in front of it. I mean, my one shot call with Riley, I literally blew a hole in a goose's neck the size of a baseball. Like I we were shooting at point blank range. Did you? Um... <laughs> Did you feel like there was groups above you that you tried to work that didn't want to because of the tarp? No. Nothing okay. flared. 
there were definitely in our area it happens late season they get up they'll do a quick loop sure. around seven eight fields and go back to water yeah, yeah there's a couple birds that were feeding in one specific field those 200 birds went to that field and nobody can hunt and they weren't coming out of it they didn't yeah. care it didn't matter what you did but we had a three pack literally come over mallards more so than geese but we had a three pack of geese come over and literally cluck cluck and they button hooked and they went to sit on that fucking on that tarp and they yeah. didn't question it they didn't flare. They didn't Damn. do nothing. They sat on it. Now, a buddy of mine who has tried this too, but didn't post any photos of it probably five, six, seven years ago, maybe even longer, yeah. sent me a photo of a black tarp. Honestly, black from a distance looks way more real. So I'm a little upset that I went and bought blue tarps. $160 worth of tarps yeah. that now I can't really use. That so tarp. you would use black for sure. I definitely have ordered a... 80 by 120 Amazon black tarp yeah, yeah. to try again this season because I want to try it again. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm a so try it. game, bro. I'm going to try I'm it. I'm all in. Like, I want to try thing. it. <laughs> I had read and actually I think I had seen other people that had posted like hunting a tarp, you know, before, before you guys did that. Um, but like after you guys did it, it definitely got my head going about it a little bit more. You know, it was just like such a cool thing. And in that spot where that is, it just makes you rethink like... Could we hunt it every weekend? Could you hunt a tarp every weekend? Maybe. Be yeah. Pretty sick. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, dude, I know. In the same in doubt, the, hunt a tarp. so I like, went I back because I I'm a weird nut. I keep all the magazines I like ever had pers- like subscriptions to as a kid or bought when I was at the store. So like I have probably ten years worth of fur fishing game magazines like yeah. in a box, and I dug through them like a week after that looking for it. And I went and found the article. It was two thousand. Nine, like April, and I found it. I reread it, and they go through and they talk about like the same old timers that tried tarps. Also said that if you took burlap in a in a cut cornfield, you took burlap and you threw rocks on it, and then you sprayed it yellow, and then shook the gravel off it. It looks like corn spillage in a field. Not saying I'm gonna try that one, but I can say without a doubt, I have watched birds. Go to fields in town. We're like, I think it was like 2013, 20, no, 2014. Yeah. We had a guy break a gravity box axle and it dumped a whole thing of corn out. It didn't take two hours. Every bird in town was on yeah, that corn for pile. Sure. Every bird was on town on that corn pile. Now, some guys say there's a scent to it and they can smell it and shit like that. I'm not going to go into that detail. But site wise, if you fly over and see a big yellow line, your brain would go to thinking corn. Yeah. Am I going to try it? Probably. 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 You have to. Probably give it a roll of the dice just to see, because I've got some burlap at home and some yellow paint just to see what happens. And I'm all about trying something new. I disclaimered, everyone always says you have to put sun on the front of a panel blind to finish birds. We didn't. We hunted it 14 times this year with only sun on the front. I did 14 hunts out of panel blinds in the middle of fields or the middle of the meadow, and I only put sun on it like three times. Yeah. Otherwise, the sun was never on the direct front. It was always behind it. It was always off to the side. And we lit them up out of it every time. Every time I wanted to hunt a panel blind in the middle of the field, we lit it up. Yeah. So, like, I got no complaints. I do need to order the tops. The tops are a necessity. Yeah. Too many dudes looking around and looking Here's out. the thing, man. Yeah, like, the tops on it are, like, they're so nice to have, but so damn, they're such a pain in the ass. Dude, I know. The only thing I thought about, because mine are already brushed with the cane grass from Nebraska, mm-hmm. my thought was... <laughs> Because I was supposed to go back down there this year and I didn't end up making it. We didn't we didn't make it work with the boat. <clears throat> um but 
taking that cane grass off and just putting it on the tarps. Yeah. So the tarps, if you sit them far enough wide where you wouldn't actually have to throw the tarp, but the tarp gives you enough height to where that cane grass gives you a ceiling. Yeah. To where they can't look down and in. You keep the front open, but you're giving yourself enough of a ceiling and enough depth where they can't look in it the way they did. Because there were definitely, like the meadow you hunted with me the one day, we were using willows and trees over the top, and there were birds that you would literally watch fly over at 20 yards and look in. Oh, yeah, bad. Which, we'll save that for another podcast of Joey's shot call that day. (laughs) We're going to save that. Yeah, you're going to hang on to that one. Um, That hurt me. That hurt my soul. Yeah. But no, but no, I want to, I got to get a set of tops. I think I'm going to pick up another set of panel blinds. I want four. I want four. I only have yeah. two. Yeah. But we'll see. But no, I want to, I'm going to try some new stuff. I'm getting into diver hunting more too. So there's some techniques there and shit I want to try. Yep. Some, some weird shit that I, I have not personally done. So yeah, probably standard to most guys. Let but. me ask you this decoy <laughs> spread wise. Where are you at? Ooh. Like, are you thinking... If like I wasn't you, remodeling you, my house, my decoys would be for sale and I'd be buying about six dozen Dave Smiths is where I'm at right now. So are you honesty. thinking, like, legitimately, like, are you in a place where you're like, <laughs> I'd rather have better decoys, but, like, less numbers of them? I go back and forth on this so yeah, often yeah. because I am a full bodies guy. I never yeah. jumped on the Sillow train. I never sold everything to buy a bunch of Sillows and put them in my pickup. I never jumped on that. And I've never wanted to. I like full bodies. I like the concept. I think it works. But, but you've also seen that it doesn't have to be that only thing. It doesn't have to be that way. So I have a mix. I have t- I have ten dozens. It's not like right, I don't right, have Sillows. Right, right. I'm all about Sillows. I've got five dozen socks. I'm all about mixing and matching and yep, making it work yep. to the hunt. What I didn't do is I have twenty dozen full bodies in the trailer. I didn't go dump my twenty dozen full bodies and go buy seventy dozen Sillows so I could be a Sillow guy. Sure, for sure, that wasn't my angle. Yeah. Now, I did say this to Riley the day. We have tw- we counted them this year. We have twenty two dozen total full bodies in the trailer. Yeah. He's got five dozen silos. I've got ten dozen. That's more than enough goose decoys. More, uh, more than enough. Yeah, to hunt almost anywhere. Yeah. I do want to, over time, because I bought the Dave Smith quills because I'm an asshole that way. Um, I do want to pick up like three to four dozen giants and pick up another two bags of silos and run like four to five really nice decoys around the blinds or out in front of you and then run the silos and make it look big. I'm I'm going that way. But, like, I also kind of want to do, like, the meadow or, like, some of my river spots. Some of my little, like, private hidey holes we have, I would love to run four dozen Dave Smith full bodies. Yeah. And just just see. And just see. Yep. I mean, I've never done it. I've never been a part of it. I want to know. That's a financial investment that I currently am working at. Um, There's some some irons in the fire. Yeah, yeah. And if I go buy six dozen giants like I would like, I might get in trouble at home. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, dude, I, I trust me. I fully, I fully agree. And you know, the, the other thing is like, you know, I, I haven't been hunting my whole life like you have, but I will say, you know, I think I've starting out hunting in fields. I did get very accustomed to hunting like huge spreads of decoys. Oh yeah. And now, you know, having traveled, seen some other stuff, seen how other guys do it, whatever, like there is a question to me where I'm like, well, have geese seen so many big spreads in Minnesota for so long that like at this point, can we consider the idea that it's possible that like a smaller, more realistic decoy spread could do better numbers for you depending 100%. on the situation? I I have changed the thought of just trying to hide so good that it doesn't matter. 
Yeah, for like sure. like like there have been hides where like yeah, yeah you've got corn stalks. Yeah. You're in a you're in an 18 inch or a 16 inch tall corn stalk stubble field. That's great. Yeah, but like I'm going away from even layouts. I'm looking for more texture in a field. I've everyone laughed at me the last three years. I have not ran a layout in a cut cornfield yet in three years. I have. Well, I take it back. Probably a couple times. I take that back. That's probably a hard statement. But I've ran a lot of panel blinds. Go buy fucking 14 foot tall stocks on Halloween at the one-on-one market down from my house. And I've had great success running that way. I'm into changing up the height a little bit. And I think also yeah. like one thing that I learned when we went to Canada, granted, God, it's been eight years, seven years since I went to Canada. Um, we went there and we didn't run field stubble. We ran mm-hmm. like we found a, a did like a ditch grass that was brown and tan. That was like probably my mid chest. And we just grassed every single piece with that for yep. everything. Yep. And honestly, my panel blinds have been cane grass majority of it for four years. Dude, I'll say this. Like <laughs> me and Joey said, start starting this year. We're not running panels that much. Really? What? No, but like throughout the year though, I think the big thing for me because we have run panels, you know, some, I mean, it's almost impossible. Like depending on your hunting gotta situation, you got to have options, right? So we've run panels more than I think we thought we would. I think for me, the panels work. If the team you're with knows what the panel situation ends up being. And they have to be good at shooting things. out of them too. The biggest thing for me, dude, with panels is like, are you breaking up the the boxiness of the panel? The depth. Yeah, man. The depth. And like <clears throat> the way you hide that, right? Like to me is so important. Like panels work, but if you don't have a way to break up their shape and make them look in some way like a natural part of that field, like if you just grass them, right? And you just mm-hmm. have the stalks of whatever sticking over the edges like a foot or two mm-hmm. and that's it and it's just it's box grassed, dude, you're in trouble. Yeah, and that's how I feel. You're in I trouble. Think, I just had I think way worse you're right. out of that. I know? think you're right. I think there's another piece I'll add to that. This is the piece I've noticed. With layouts, everybody knows, keep your head down, put like the mesh in front of you. Yeah. Keep your head down. Yeah. Everyone a panel looks Yes, sir. Uh, Yes, Everyone they looks do. out. They yes, look they like do. this. And that's and great, but you got to add. It's a black you not hole. O- you not, well, not only that, that kind of, but what I don't even think that is, because I think a lot of it, like, honestly, sunshine, I don't think it black holes the same way a layout does, because I think you get the right lighting and angles. I think, personally, from what I've seen, just from myself and what I've seen from like a drone footage overshot, I think the bigger thing is to hide a panel, you need height and you need depth. Mm-hmm. So I need like shit out in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, three, four, five you. feet. Shit behind me, three, four, five feet. Yeah. Like, we use willow trees a ton. Willows yeah. are big. But the one thing I will say, like, at the end of the last day of the metal hunt, which was the best hunt we had out of it all year, we didn't have any depth, but I had the height. I only had the depth of, like, two feet, but I had six foot above it. I had stuff doing this, and then it filtered down, and then there was a gap. But that gap is here. Well, if I'm only looking from, like, here yeah, yeah, up... Yeah. My gap doesn't yeah, matter, but for sure. down is gone. Yep. So like it gives that height to where they're like, oh, like there's just treetops and then they cut back. We were decoying flocks you were with, 50, 40 mm-hmm. mallards to a crack. I mean, the one shot we'd rained out 11 or 12, 11 or 12 yeah. at like five yards. Yeah, 20 feet, 30 feet. Yeah, right? like tight. 
yeah. off of an area that we've never tried a panel. We've never yeah, put a yeah. panel there and tried it. Well, I've done it once, but the opposite way yeah. with a different angle and a, and, a, okay. and a different plan. It was a cornfield, so I put it in the corn. I've never put it in a cut bean field right. next to the fucking grass and been yeah. like, we ain't near nothing, but we're going to roll the dice. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah, man. I think it's just about how you break up the blinds. If you, Yeah, that if heightened you, depth is the huge. The heightened depth and like... I think a big thing, big proponent of it, like grabbing the stalks of either grasses or trees, you know, and then planting them in the ground around you or like getting them to something stay. with some, some up. Yeah, man, yep. you need some more shit to break it up a little bit, right? You need to make it look like it's not just a box of panels. Yeah. But- Which like, and don't get me wrong, there are some times where like I've hunted the field edge at the farm where it's five foot by seven foot grass and you just cut out a swath and put that panel back in, but they're comfortable with that. Yeah. I found a lot more success doing what we did, but like I, I like panels more and more. Yeah, the longer it I do it. The only problem it. is you have the right crew because you have to watch out ringing ears and all that safety with the dog shit like that. Yep, ringing ears. I'm over that. All right, we have we could talk about this forever. So maybe we could, let's do a part two minute. at some point. Yeah, but at some point we will. Thanks for listening to this ten minute Tuesday. We appreciate it. Make sure to check us out on all our channels, or don't if you don't want to. As Joey says, we don't really care. So thanks for listening. Thanks for coming, Gavin. Of course.